hello everyone and welcome to episode one of designer talks i'm joined here today with nick hey guys thank you for having me you're welcome um so me and nick actually met back in 2015 camberwell fda graphic design and your last project was a nice pair um yeah it was a nice pair that was the whole wasn't that the whole um whole kind of thing as a class we did and then the exhibition and then we did like individual project projects where we could just like choose our own thing and uh yeah yeah I remember doing like uh, it was a skate brand I was like oh let's do a skate brand (laughs) because like that's the classic (laughs) thing like everyone does or something I don't know um yeah and uh yeah I I did um I just wanted to explore things that I liked and it it kind of gave me the freedom to do that. And I really liked that last project. That was really fun. Um, yeah. So we did, I did, tr- I made this brand called Transcend Co. <laughs> and uh, I did like, <laughs> I painted a skateboard, did a few canvases, like some clothing hats and stuff like that. And looking back, it was like an introduction to like the stuff I'm doing now um and uh I've kind of just from that project it kind of started all from there and like it it kind of um yeah gave me that good insight into like the whole thing and like how to do it even though I did don't know I I still don't know what I'm doing but um (laughs) yeah it, it gave me like a cool um kind of thing to work off for when I left uni yeah because I remember I think it was after we'd graduated mm. I remember you saying right I'm gonna just go freelance and see what happens yeah pretty much yeah. um and then that was how Ink of Mind came around wasn't it yeah so um I think it was that summer I was like okay let me just continue working on this project basically and I changed the name and I I created Ink of Mind which was like kind of the same thing but just different name um and I just continued to work off that. I, I remember I was working at, um, where was I? I was working at John Lewis. I was selling GoPros <coughs> that um, <laughs> that uh, Christmas. And I was like, after that, I was like, no, I can't, I've got to do this. Like, I just got to work on my own thing. Like I can, I was selling, like I start open my shop, shop and everything online. And um, I kind of just like, continued to work off that and like a few prints were selling and stuff like that was really it was really cool um and yeah after that Christmas job I was like no I'm not doing this anymore I I need to focus on um just creating stuff and Mm -hmm. kind of creating my own stuff posting it on Instagram and then yeah like it was it was just growing from there really yeah so Obviously, Nick started with Ink of Mind. The main ethos around that was to focus on mental health, depression, money problems, honesty issues, anxiety, alcoholism and fear. So a lot of things that people deal with day to day, but they don't necessarily speak about. So that's quite a powerful ethos to have. And it relates to a lot of people. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I, I still feel like I'm kind of like exploring those topics now because I feel like they they mean the most to me and I feel like um the art I'm doing now kind of is like a almost like meditation for me to just like just be a better person really so I have to like I feel like you have to tackle those those the hard things in life 
Um, yes. Because there's no sort shortage of like hard things. So, <laughs> so you just got to continue. It's like a constant um, progression of like understanding it. Um, yeah. So yeah, that's always been kind of part of it. And um, yeah, that hasn't really changed. Like what I'm no. trying to kind of exploring in my work. Yeah. Um, and then you've obviously gone now and evolved into 92,000 followers, <laughs> which is incredible. Yeah, I don't even understand. It's like, it's crazy. Like, I, yeah, it's just been going up. Crazy. And then you've collaborated with the likes of Nickelodeon. You've done a pin collection with an Adventure Society. Um, you've done yeah. a current collection and a Millhouse collection with Gallery 1988. And you had a cluster London exhibition in 2019, which I remember. Yeah. Um, yeah. So how <laughs> do these collaborations come around and how do you feel when people contact you and want to work with you? Yeah, I mean, either it's a, a DM in Instagram or it's an email. And usually I'm just like always looking through them. And um, sometimes it's like it happens naturally, like the one I did with the pin connection I did with Adventure Society. Um, yeah, me and him were like just friends through Instagram. And then we, it kind of like evolved from like him asking, oh, let's do this pin. And then it kind of like from there we did the pin. And then it was like, oh, we could do more pins. Like we could make a series out <laughs> of this or something. So it just evolved into like that. And it just continued and like we've we've completed that like uh treehouse of horror series that we did and that was really like the response was like crazy and like i, I just don't even understand it like <laughs> it's just so cool yeah i remember seeing you would literally say oh the pin is on sale now it'd be no more than 10 minutes and they'd be sold out I'm like what <laughs> yeah it's it's so crazy i don't even understand that like yeah and um that whole project was really fun and it like spanned over like nearly two years just like on and off like I would do the design and then there was like delays with like um the production side because I was just in charge of like the artwork yeah. and then I would just hand it over to him and then um I would uh yeah like he would do all the production side and like he would do all of this and I was like <laughs> yeah it would just take so so long sometimes but it was fine like it was always something that like will it's, it's just a, it was really a, a good experience yeah that I did and um I we've definitely got more planned <laughs> with him and um yeah with like other people coming towards me like the I think you said Nickelodeon it was actually Cartoon Network that was it um, yes yeah the Cartoon Network um that was really weird because I remember at the end that the exhibition we did for the final project yeah I remember look I remember being there and I'll be I was like oh I'm in a year's time I want something to happen <laughs> like you know I'm just gonna I'm gonna work on my thing and then something will happen in like a year um I don't know why I said that but like I said it and um literally a year later I got contacted by um like the cartoon net like one of the directors wow. and they saw my work um on Instagram they were like oh can you do a few things for like our social media and I was like yes definitely <laughs> like you don't need to of ask course. me twice <laughs> <laughs> yeah exactly so 
yeah, that was a really cool moment. And um, it showed, it like really gave me the motivation to just continue. Mm -hmm. And um, yeah, it just, it was really cool. Like, man, so yeah. cool. Uh, just looking back on it, it's just uh, really, like it's weird because it's actually quite a long time ago. Like yeah. it was a good few years ago now. This is so the thing just... and you've started, it's back in 2017, you started this freelance career and now you're here. It's, yeah. It just goes to show what hard work does, doesn't it, really? Exactly. It's like just continuing at what you love. Like you have to really love it. Mm -hmm. And I think that's what I did and I, I still do. I still kind of like have to check myself just to like question myself. Just am I doing something I'm, I like doing? Yeah. Know? And um, yeah, like that's that's the whole heart of it, I think. That's what keeps you going. So... I noticed personally, and anyone who follows Nick, he goes out by Nick on Instagram, um, your journey started a lot with digital art, and that mm -hmm. has now developed more into painting. So how yeah. did you manage to bring the painting back into your day-to-day yeah. -day artwork and start to get commissions and mm. um, develop exhibitions through this? Yeah, I mean, man, like, the I've always, like, as soon as I did that exhibition, I'm always going back to the exhibition because it's such like <laughs> important like uh, part in like my career or whatever. Yeah, whatever your you call journey. It. <laughs> um, yeah, so I went. Um, so at that exhibition, I did a painting, and I just used like Porsche markers, like these um, you know paint pens. Yeah, and I didn't um, use any like paint brushes or anything like that. So at the end of it, I was like, oh, I've got to like start getting into painting like because it's it's just so cool and I, I I think with the digital side of things as much as I love it and I love doing it like um the more I did it I realized that you know it's just it's just digital and like sure you can get like a print of it I I really missed that like tangible kind of just painting like oh it's it's got a, it's got a feeling to it and um I really love that um, so I slowly over like the year or two, like 2018, 2017, 2018, yeah. and then 2019, I progressed more in that direction of painting where, mm -hmm. you know, now I'm just, I'm mostly painting. And when I do dig digital work, it's usually, um, it's not for long. Like I'll do a sketch on my iPad or something like that. Um, and most of it is all painting um and yeah like the more I did it the more like commissions came through and um yeah like that gallery gallery 1988 they contacted me just through email and um they said oh we we like seeing your work can you do like a project for us and um that was last year in, in like the summer towards the end of summer yeah and uh yeah like I did like <laughs> it was the Millhouse project. So I did like 18 or 19 Millhouse paintings. Um yeah, I, I I got a bit crazy after that. But <laughs> <laughs> um yeah, it was really fun. And then um they approached me again after that whole project. And uh I did another one focusing on like the the water paintings that I was like exploring that I'm still doing actually but um yeah it just keeps on evolving like there's no 
end to it. Really. No. Just if I like something, I'm like, oh, let's do that. I like go in that direction. And, and then from there, I change in the other direction. So it's like it's a constant change. And yeah, it keeps it really fresh, I think. Yeah, that's the beauty of being a freelancer, isn't it? You are your own boss and you can pick what you're doing. It's not a manager in a corporate organization saying this is what we need, produce it by next week or whatever yeah definitely I think I think I've always been drawn to just doing it myself because I have like a a certain amount of like uh, discipline within myself to just do the work and I I like doing the work so it it kind of was a natural transition um, from just you know being in a working world to like just doing freelance and um, yeah it was just it was really cool um to be my own boss like I still it it doesn't really make sense to me (laughs) it's just yeah it doesn't feel real it's really (laughs) weird um but yeah definitely it's made me more disciplined because the more you do it the more I'm doing now like I have to do orders in the morning and then I have to I have to continue to paint because I've got I can't just push that to the side I've got to continue doing that and I've got to do the admin side. So many like uh, factors of like freelance that can be really daunting at first. And it took me a while to really understand it um, and just kind of get it right. And I don't know, it was, it's kind of like a trial and error thing. Um, but yeah, I, I think I've, I'm in a better place now and a healthier place, uh, like mentally, um, because I think there's a lot of pressure at the start when you're, you know, you're trying to find commissions, yeah. you're trying to find, you're trying to get people to buy your stuff and you, and sometimes they're not buying and you're just like, oh no, what am I going to do for, <laughs> I don't know. Um, but the more you continue at it, the more like you build traction and like it starts to pick up, but you just yeah. have to keep pushing through um, those times, I think. Yeah, this is the thing, because um, as a freelancer as well, you forget that you have more than one hat to wear almost. Mm, you're not yeah. just the um, artist like yourself yeah. you're also the admin person you've got to deal with like your taxes mm. um, postage yeah. things like that that people probably just let slide or forget about yeah, when they definitely. want to become freelance yeah um, but yeah, what definitely. advice would you give to someone say it's someone who's a recent graduate and is thinking right I don't want to go into full-time work I would like to become freelance what advice would you give to them um well I can only speak from experience and I think it's all it all comes down to just um make sure you actually like what you're doing like you got to constantly question yourself um if you're um are you doing the fit the work you're doing for to to like you know for, for the likes on Instagram or you're doing something for someone else um when you when you really ask the questions like are you doing this for you and like is this what makes you happy and like you know that those are the questions you have to continually ask um because then people will see that it's like a natural thing like oh nick likes to paint um the simpsons or something but it's obviously (laughs) it's it's more than just like oh he likes to paint the simpsons it's like he actually loves painting the Simpsons and you can see that. Yeah. Um, so the more you do the stuff you love, just you just got to follow what you love, really. And um, <laughs> you've got to stay consistent. Like I tried to post on Instagram every day. Um, 
and that's where I, I kind of I built that discipline where if I didn't have a design at like four o'clock and I was posting at six o'clock I would have to go and quickly bang out a design or something like that and then I would, I would post on Instagram um, I mean there are downsides there's like there's a dark side to that yeah um, but the whole point of that was to just build that um, kind of discipline of course like the momentum isn't it yeah and the, the momentum and um, as long as you keep that up um, things will start to happen like you just got to have like you got to trust yourself almost like just to you know if you're doing the work you're you're putting you're doing the stuff you love um people will see that and um yeah you never know what can happen really like yeah i think for a lot of people especially starting out it's getting started that is the problem exactly and then yeah. it is being consistent and things don't happen overnight no you've no. got to be really patient and mm you're a prime example of that it takes a good couple of years to build this massive following and yeah how many commissions would you say you get on average a month um well I usually actually limit my commissions because I put I like doing the stuff I want to do kind yeah. of and then I would put it up on my shop or like I would just make it available on my like story Instagram story um, and people would buy it through there but um last month I opened up commissions I said I've got like uh, six or eight places and yeah I did them all like people came in and it it doesn't matter like how big or small they wanted I was like yeah let's do that as long as they wanted something similar to my like kind of vision and like whatever like they were super super chill with it mm -hmm. and um yeah like it kind of yeah, just kind of builds. It's so crazy. So what would you say a day in the life looks like for Nick? Um, day in the life. Well, well, let's let's take today. Um, for example, like I got up, I knew I had to do um I had to do orders in the morning because I had orders from mm -hmm. so I did a giveaway thing. So I had to do a giveaway in the morning. So I scheduled it in for like 10 o'clock. I'm going to pick the pick the winners at 10 o'clock yeah but before 10 o'clock I have to wake up do my morning routine get up get ready um <laughs> and then I would you know around like 11 o'clock I, I actually start working um and then from there I'm like okay let's check the emails see if any any like people have like asked usually it's people like saying about shipping and like it's taken so long to get there or something because of you know the the shipping times have been really weird this past like year yeah <laughs> um, covid <laughs> covid um yeah so like there's that and then by like 10 o'clock I pick the winners and then I continue packing orders I go to the post office after that to uh post the orders and then I come back and uh I just start doing art so I like dedicate that time from I don't know 12 o'clock to to now so it's about four o'clock now four yeah. five o'clock and I'll dedicate that time to just painting or drawing or you know coming up with new ideas for um the art so that's in constant like flow and then you know I, I usually have like chill evenings I use sometimes I go I go crazy and I, <laughs> I just continue the art all through the night but um I've realized that I need a break I need to just 
you know take it easy so i've i've been doing that now where i just i'm doing like whatever whatever we do now in lockdown just like <laughs> <laughs> just watching tv show or whatever yeah uh, netflix and all of that so and then and then it just starts up again and then i think on the weekends i just really tone it back i'm still doing a bit of work here and there but it's really not like i'm not crazy it's usually just for me like you know if i want to paint i'll paint because i like doing it yeah um and yeah it's it's really i tried to not put too much pressure on myself um i mean i have like deadlines and stuff like that but usually it's quite flexible and like you know i i always get the work done um and i know when i can get the work done so usually it's it's really no pressure um and yeah it's it's really fun really so that kind of brings it back again to the discipline doesn't it it's yeah. making sure you've got set out what you want completed for each day you've got yeah. your deadline set but you also have that time to say this is my time now yeah i've done everything i need to i'm just going to relax yeah. and not think about art for a little bit yeah what was your process and kind of thinking behind the water collection that you've been doing currently how long have you been doing that now um I started it I think it was just after that millhouse project yeah during that kind of I was like oh I really like water let's try paint that (laughs) (laughs) and it's really complex and it's kind of like sparked a new um kind of like journey within me where I'm like oh my god I have to try like explore this uh way in my painting um so yeah yeah like the water it was more I've, i think i said it in like a, a a video a youtube video that i did um but yeah it's pretty much water is such a cool element and i've always been like interested in elements and how that kind of relates to like your mental health and um kind of just your well-being and uh yeah water is like a perfect way to like (laughs) describe like the whole 2020 really because you know (laughs) that was a wave and a half (laughs) (laughs) so yeah um yeah you can paint it in like chaotic ways or you can paint it in really like calm ways and like usually it varies between each uh painting and I've always found that I just find that find it really interesting where I can paint it in a super calm and like chilled way yeah you see a a character just drifting along (laughs) yeah exactly (laughs) or it could be like really complex with like a a tidal wave coming in or something like that so I still feel like I've just got so much to explore with it yeah I I can't wait to like continue at it um that's cool um and have you faced obviously with the covid going on at the minute and has been last year have you faced anything kind of difficult as an artist through that time or have you been pretty much pretty steady and normal um you know it's actually hasn't been too bad for me um in terms of like the art side um i think the only thing it's really affected me is like the the shipping prices have gone up um yeah uh, and shipping times are just taking ages for some countries and stuff Mm. like that um but other than that it's actually been really it's been like the I've had like the best year like in terms of like progression in my like career kind of yeah it's been really weird like how it's just it keeps getting better like every month it's really weird and um I don't know maybe it's because like being an artist you know we we can it hasn't stopped us it's like it's not like my the shop's closed or something you know it's like I can continue pumping out 
paintings yeah. like it's perfect time um so I've just been really like like I can't go out and see friends I can't go out and see you or whatever like you know it's like so I've got time to paint so yeah. let's really focus on that and like get that in a really cool place and I think it's just evolved my art even more um yeah yeah this again is what brings it back to being a freelancer like your days are just your days it's yeah obviously covid hasn't changed anything for that exactly like you say you're not working in a shop or no. you're not working for an organization where they've had to say yeah look we're gonna have to put you on furlough or yeah. we're gonna have to close because we can't afford to keep it open anymore yeah. um so that's another beauty of freelancing yeah definitely super print bros talk to us about this <laughs> yeah um yeah so super print bros but yeah me and my brother were like you know let's let's try screen printing I think Andrew was like let's 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 do something with this like how he was like how can I be part of like this whole thing that I'm doing <laughs> um and um we decided we could like start like screen printing from home I don't yeah. know how we found it but um yeah we just started screen printing from home um we don't really we didn't really know a clue like I we did a few at Campbell we did a few like workshops I think yeah it was cool though but it was it was like the only insight I've ever been like um into like the screen printing side of things so yeah when we started we both really didn't have a clue (laughs) (laughs) um and uh yeah like every design we would like it, we could only do black and white and really at the start we were just trying to find out how to actually print and like <laughs> not make it like blotchy or anything like that like, yeah um and we would always fall into those problems um and it's kind of like really evolved now into like where we started super print pros um on on the instagram and stuff like that and that's like andrew's all in charge of that um which is cool like it's starting to like expand just not just from me um so yeah like we've just started to do like color prints now and we're it's kind of evolving into like um just cool prints and and uh now we're like dedicating so <laughs> we we've we're doing the london marathon honestly <laughs> so when you told gonna... me this i said surely not surely not <laughs> i know it's so crazy so i think i I remember do like I, I put my place in the ballot just as a joke because Andrew was like, <laughs> Oh yeah, go for it. Like you might as well join me. Yeah. Because Andrew's like, he's really into running. Yeah. Um uh so I was like, Yeah, I, I run a bit like every other weekend or whatever. Like, you know, it's fine. <laughs> in your head you're thinking, I hope I don't get picked. <laughs> exactly. So the day came around where the ballot was chosen and I was picked like like that's re- that was I was like what I still don't believe it um so we've used this opportunity now to um use the screen prints as a way to raise money for charity basically yeah um Andrew's going to be running for Asthma UK and I'm going to be running for Mind mm-hmm. um yeah I think it's called Mind <laughs> um, yeah <laughs> yeah so that's it's so what we're going to do now is just dedicate all the prints that we're doing every week or every other week um and we're going to put them up on the shop and then all the money will just go to the charity um so we're kind of running for something really so yeah yeah it's going to be really fun and I think the more we do it we're going to be way better than we were like 
you, I, I, every week I feel like we're just improving with like the technique and we kind of know how to kind of go about it now um, much more clearer than last year this time last year where we were like struggling yeah because I remember seeing it when you first started and like you said it was just black ink that you were using and mm. then I think it was yeah. last week that I saw you've added the gold in and it's got like the splash <laughs> effect I'm like oh yeah. my god like yeah and they're doing all of this from home my question yeah how do you expose the screen yeah um well Andrew's got like a closet in his room and he's like <laughs> he's Potter cleared closet. out everything <laughs> exactly <laughs> he's like cleared out everything from um uh yeah the closet and then he's literally we've bought like um this like exposure bulb and we've like put it up like mounted it up above the screen and like you've got it's all technical where you've got to like position it in a way that's like perfectly like um you know centered and all of that so oh my god so but yeah we've got like a really good setup and it works now yeah. like um man we we we've had bulbs that like completely exploded on us like yeah wow. it was not safe it was not safe but we've got it to like a safer place I think now um but yeah that's how we expose and it's really cool um I think it's like a UV light or something like that which is like much safer than just like I think we're using like a really hot bulb oh <laughs> and it's Wasn't just happy. not safe <laughs> no no oh, <laughs> so what what is next for Nick then um next for me I think it's just continuing uh painting really I, I've I've got this time now where I just finished that project for gallery 1988 where yeah you know I was just focused on that single project but now I don't really have anything like any major plans in the future um so I'm just going to use this time to just continue exploring ideas and and painting really and um doing a bit of commissions here and there um but mostly yeah just going bigger um with my paints I want to like paint bigger I want to learn how to like use like oil paints because I've kind of had a weird relationship with them <laughs> where I'm like oh this is really cool but I don't really know I wasn't taught how to use it yeah um so I really want to explore that mm. um and yeah just have fun really with the painting I'm doing yeah so what yeah. um what paints do you use at the minute then um I mean I use a low this is like my most asked question on Instagram like I always get this question <laughs> Um, but yeah, I always use a mix of like golden acrylic um, and Liquitex acrylic and this brand called um, Alpha Acrylic. Okay. They're really, I think it's from Detroit. They're, they're really cool. And they've got like a, a UK distributor um, in like Dorset or something mm. like that uh, over here. And um, yeah, like they reached out to me on Instagram and they were like, oh we've got this paint do you want to try it and I was like of course <laughs> yes I, I won't I, I'm not gonna um so I tried it and it's actually one of the like it's such a great paint like yeah I definitely recommend it for like anyone who wants to do um you know get into painting like seriously it's really um like the pigments are just perfect I think um but yeah I I really don't really matter too much on like the paint I use like it always changes and like whatever it's all about the color really as long as it paints the color that I want yeah, you're not <laughs> it's bothered. all good exactly <laughs> definitely 
And another question I've got, I know you get asked this a lot on <laughs> Instagram and probably comments on your YouTube as well. Yeah. What is the glove that you wear when you're painting? Oh, it's, it's, uh, <laughs> you know what it is? It's what literally is it? a, a, um, a tablet, like a... a oh, like, like the cloth, like the yeah, cleaner? Yeah. Oh. Like something like that. And I think I've just used it because it's so it's actually really comfy this and it's got yeah. you can see it's all got paint on and everything but <laughs> yeah it's it's really helpful with like um just grip really I, it's a hard it's you probably don't even need it you don't even need it at all <laughs> but I feel like I've just I'm so used to wearing it while I work um yeah uh yeah I think yeah I just used it for my iPad when I was always doing digital art and mm. it kind of like I was just so used to using it then <laughs> and it's just transitioning it's to painting <laughs> yeah um but yeah it does it does help with grip for sure I think mm. so yeah it's just I don't even know the brand it's like just something off Amazon I just bought and uh yeah it works it's still I probably need <laughs> to get a new one to be honest and do you have a piece that you've done it could be from when you first started or it could be literally last week but a piece that you've you're really happy with and you've thought um, I really love this um I don't know if you can see it <laughs> but it's this it's Charizard um the the tidal wave um yeah. yeah I did that literally a few weeks ago and um yeah I think that's I feel like usually my favorite painting is my last painting because <laughs> <laughs> because I'm like unless it's like a terrible painting I'm like no this is this was a fail failure but usually it's not um so yeah that one really taught me that I could like paint bigger with detail as well and like you know it's like it proved to me that I I can go even bigger than that yeah and pack as much detail as I can in um so yeah I think it's one of my favorites um mm. I think it's called ego death oh. <laughs> which <laughs> which means which is basically just um you it's the idea of like you've got to like um get rid of the things you don't want to like transcend send into like a new um like a better person um so that's kind of oh, it, wow, that, okay. this is how I go like deep into the the, the ideas I'm doing yeah and um yeah it's that's where like I actually explore like what I'm feeling and like you know what I'm going through um in my art mm. and uh it's very therapeutic in that way um so yeah I think I just have a really strong connection with it because I just I don't know I just I understand the story I don't know if anyone sees that in my work like it doesn't even matter but as long as it does it for me and I kind of understand it yeah that's that's mission accomplished yeah because I, I was just about to say I didn't even notice well I saw that they all have names and I just thought oh yeah I didn't realize there was actually a reasoning behind it yeah so obviously recently I bought your Garfield one mm. and that is called Daybreak yeah I mean so what's the ethos behind that one you know like sometimes I literally don't even know what to call <laughs> my paintings and sometimes I do and that was the, in that case I think it was I knew what to call this yeah and it's going to be called that and I'm going to work off that but the painting that I uh that you have I think I just <laughs> called it daybreak because that sounded cool <laughs> so yeah it's that's that's 
I don't know. I usually it, it's either it comes to me or or it doesn't. Yeah. And and that's it. Like that one didn't really have any meaning apart from I just I think that was more like a technical thing that I wanted to explore. Like how can I paint um you know the war the reflections of the sun um on the waves like yeah. that's it and um and I think yeah that there, there's just no pressure in like naming a painting no for, with like um proper meaning and I think it's fun yeah. that way um but yeah and how long changes. did that piece or pieces of that size take on average for you to complete would you say um you know I think that um Garfield one I think I did that in a matter of like I don't know two three or four days okay. just like um not constantly but you know a couple of hours each day and uh that one yeah. behind me the the Charizard one I think that took about over a week um of painting oh wow but okay. usually it's quite fast like that's mm. I usually work like once I'm working I'm I'm working like I don't I just put on some music a podcast or something like that and I paint um there's no mm -hmm. I don't know I like getting things done quick yeah. which is also why I'm really worried about um painting with oil paint because obviously the the drying the times drying, are like yeah yeah they can take like weeks to dry so oh, I'm like god. a bit oh god <laughs> um but yeah it should be fun and I think it's just going to teach me patience really um but that yeah it's a luxury that I'm very used to with like acrylic painting because I don't know each paint dries within like 10 minutes or something so, yeah yeah it's very quick and um yeah yeah and before we started this podcast I asked you to send me a quote that you live by oh yeah and your <laughs> quote was you versus you yeah <laughs> so why was that man that that was a that was the painting on the skateboard I I named for my final project the one that we've we've been talking about <laughs> Um, if you didn't hear it at the start guys <laughs> <laughs> so um yeah I named that skateboard you versus you and it's pretty much just two people in that in two characters in like fighting each other in a brain basically and that kind of is like I don't know it just relates so much to every day for me <laughs> yeah. where it's always a it's a battle within myself to you know do the right thing or you know uh continue to paint or something like that or like you know wh where it's just it's the dis when you when you're trying to be disciplined you always have that constant fight within yourself to you know get up and do it like go yes. for a run get up get up at like you know 6 30 in the morning go for a run and then come back do some work like that's yeah. that's you're fighting with yourself constantly mm. um and yeah it's not much of a quote I think it's just it's a saying really yeah. I don't know it's a it's a weird um yeah but yeah I think it's it's a constant battle within myself to just do the things I want and and you know like um sometimes sometimes I lose the fight within myself and yeah um it happens many times but usually it's like okay I lost today but tomorrow I'm gonna go get it again like let's let's do yeah. this like let's continue pushing out um that from within myself to mm. um you know overcome the things that I I've 
feared or you know I struggled with before like it's it's all about being better than you were yesterday yeah which and I think yeah. this again is what brings it back to kind of the pressures people feel like they should be at a certain age they should have certain things yeah. or by in two months time I should be at this level but it just doesn't yeah. work like that everyone's journey is different yeah definitely I think it's weird because I knew it like I knew that idea was a good thing and I should really work on when I was painting that skateboard back in um, the end of Camberwell but I, I feel like I didn't fully realize it yeah um, and I didn't fully like understand it for like a, a good few years after where it was like oh oh wow that that's actually really yeah. something to like understand <laughs> and like um yeah it I think it really just um helped me get that I don't know it was just a it's just I just didn't understand it no it's kind of like this you drew the skateboard yeah. you had the final exhibition and it's built over these couple of years yeah. now it's kind of come to light yeah it's, why it's, that was drawn yeah it's and how it's like evolved it's, almost that's what I love with art where it's like you can continually you learn from a painting or it, it or anything like music like yeah you find new lyrics oh I didn't realize that it said that like oh my god yeah <laughs> <But> <laughs> I didn't hear that at the start <laughs> and um yeah like you continually um learn new things and I think that was one thing that that really was in really really important to me to just understand and um once I did know like I knew like the I basic idea of it, but like actually doing it in your life where, you know, you're actually yeah. um, taking on that responsibility to do the things that you you should be doing is like a whole nother thing. And I think that takes so, so long to actually get right. Yeah. And I, I'm, I'm still learning, like um, I still struggle with it. And I feel like I'll always struggle with that where, you know, I could be doing this, but I'm not mm. doing it. <laughs> And I should be doing that where I'm just like, no, I'll do it tomorrow or something like, yeah. you know, lazy me <laughs> being like, oh, don't don't do that. But um, yeah, yeah, some I think it just takes time. And I didn't fully understand that then where, because I was just, you know, in that bubble of university and I wasn't um, actually in the world of freelance where I actually have to do it. Um, so I don't know. I think it's just experiences that has led me to really yeah understand it more I don't know I just identify with it even more stronger than I did then yeah are there any medias that you would still like to draw on that you haven't drawn on yet so I know you've obviously done skateboard you've done plywood yeah I've done I do I do a lot I'm, I mean last year I, I did my first like phone case which was really interesting oh yeah um and uh, that was really fun, like just trying out like just different forms. And um, I think one thing I've really I've always looked at and I, I was like, man, I, I've got to do this one day is um, uh, painting on walls like murals and stuff like that. Yeah. And I think that that could be another. Well, I think I'm definitely going to do it one day um, mm. and the opportunity will come, I think. Um, but I'd love to start painting on like outside uh, in public spaces and stuff like that yeah um, yeah that would be really cool um, yeah 
I think that's that's the next cool thing. And other than that, I want to try just doing random things like a phone case or like some shoes. I haven't painted shoes yet, yes. um, like some vans or something like that. I've seen that on Instagram and I'm like, wow, that's really yeah, cool. cool. Yeah. Um, so something like that, mm. like just there's so many forms that I get like overwhelmed with how many things I could I could do (laughs) so um yeah I think it's just a constant thing where if I'm if I have the desire to do that I'll try pursue it and like yeah um yeah go for it really well it's been amazing to see your journey from where we began back (laughs) in 2015 and I'm sure you'll continue to do great things along the way. Thank you. And thank you for coming on and being the first guest on the podcast. Thank you so much.